0: hello
1: welcome to
0: adhd explorers <laughs> with ben and eddie <laughs> we are two adhd doers who are like we're learning together with the community how to overcome doubt and build some confidence because i think everyone has their own individual experience and i i I honestly asked for this topic this week because I doubt myself all the time mm. and I feel like if we just had like a little boost a little wind behind us then we can take on the world. Yes. And so that's what we're doing, eh.
2: Yeah. So I asked the community us um if they ever doubt themselves and you know I do. So <laughs> that was basically yeah. what came out of it. And then I also asked people um what, wow so i asked i def like the, the two answers to um do you doubt yourself um where i definitely do and no i'm sure of myself 98 percent of people said i definitely do and someone oh, wow. responded to the story at one point and they said wow i didn't expect it to be a hundred percent so at one point a hundred percent of people who answered said they doubt themselves
0: i want to know we need to talk that person or like that whatever percent that yeah. like doesn't doubt the themselves. 2%. Like, yeah?
2: Who are you? What That's you crazy. Do? That's oh, 19, people, 19 people. 19 <laughs> people out of almost a thousand people don't doubt themselves. Less than 20 people.
0: What are they doing? Well, hopefully we'll discover some of their Ooh. secrets today.
2: Yeah. So um, I asked things- them, what's your story about self-doubt slash building confidence? Which is, you know, the opposite mm. of self-doubt, right? Is is yeah, confidence. it's like a
0: spectrum. I see it as it's all like one linked thing, that one mm-hmm. side is confidence, the other side. And uh, I'm really interested in the answers today. I think this is going to be a really
2: cool one. Mm. So I guess before we get into um, like the community responses, what's your experience with doubting okay. yourself? It's been
0: interesting recently because I have been searching every self-help book and everyone on the internet for like the answer you know like what is <laughs> the, the golden answer. answer that will just change my life and make me feel more in control and you know like a lot of people say that I have a lot of talent all my family mm-hmm. say that I'm like uh goodwill hunting I don't know if you've seen that movie but it's yeah. like this guy that's a genius and he doesn't do anything and I think that's a stereotype within the community you know yeah. um because like I'm a I'm a singer musician and I feel like I'm always just terrible and Mm -hmm. it's like I have a really biased opinion of myself Mm -hmm. when maybe if I just took a like a week off just one week off doubting myself I think it would change my life forever (laughs) (laughs) um so I've been doing some more mindfulness recently more than I have in years and it's been really interesting because I don't know I think the reason that we doubt so much is because there's been a lot of times where we've had opportunities or whatever, or we have an assignment mm-hmm. and we just get distracted or do something else for some reason. And it, every time it kind of digs into our confidence and our creative confidence mm-hmm. and our ability to know that we're gonna do what we say we're gonna do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I've been like trying to focus on this recently and it's been really interesting. I think, you know, we've all got a way to go, but mm-hmm. I hope that I can share some things of value today too
2: with yeah. what I've learned. And for reference, I've known Ben for like eight years and he is so talented. You are. <laughs> Trust. And how many times have I told you that as well? I'm always trying to remind you. Oh, I'm like, i like, Ben, you. don't forget.
0: So like eight years ago, Addy would tell me like, you you say you're going to do all these things, but you, you just doubt yourself. And mm. I... I don't know. I, I didn't even realize this was an element within ADHD. You know, I didn't know that self-doubt is actually the core of procrastination mm-hmm. because it's, you know, because it's an emotional thing. It know, stops when you from starting
2: even, right? Because you yeah. you don't think you can do the thing. So you don't even try.
0: It's easier short term to avoid it and scroll Reddit or Instagram. Yeah. You're like, I can't fail
2: reason. if I don't even try. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, it's is savage. Um, Do you want to share some of your story with doubt
2: and uh, confidence? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in the middle. I think self-doubt comes in. So we, we kind of touched on the two sides of self-doubt. There's like doubting your yourself and your talents and your abilities and then doubting your reality. And I feel like Mm. I've been more on the other side of it where I have been gaslit by people, by partners in the past and um, made to question whether or not what was happening was really true because I think when because a lot of us struggle with short-term memory issues um, and also the heightened emotions and then people telling you like your emotions don't make sense for this time and so you then start questioning like whether or not that's valid and doubting whether or not like I should be allowed to feel this way. I think that's been probably my experience of self-doubt more has been like doubting the um, validity of my own feelings, yeah, which is really sad. Like, and I've, I've been doing a lot of work on that, the like last several months and, you know, gone to therapy a bit and like just doing some stuff and, and being like, Oh no, yeah, I am allowed to feel that way (laughs) that's okay and also those things were happening uh and i wasn't crazy (laughs) thinking that
0: seriously and i think that's a really important point because in a way we do have a different reality Mm. than neurotypicals because we experience emotions so strong that when someone else is like you shouldn't be feeling this and actually we totally are and that's like completely normal and that's like one of our superpowers to feel things strongly. Mm. That gives us sensitivity to so many things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is that flip side. And so I, I think it's good, great we're talking about this.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yahoo. Shall we get into some okay, of the, the responses?
0: Yeah, I'm dying to know. What is the secret?
2: What um, is the secret? How,
0: what, I'm desperate. I think we all are. What is the secret of just?
2: Someone just said "fake it until you make it." I think that is actually a pretty good one. I've had that kind of mindset for a little while, um, especially because I am an actor and I love acting. And when I first started acting, I was like, "What am I doing?" (laughs) And I was like, "What?" And I would like got you know jobs in these random show shows that I um I thought you know I'm not qualified for because you know in the UK a lot of people have these like qualifications to become actors and they go to acting school and blah 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 and I didn't have that and I was like I I'm just here and I happen to be in the right spot so I guess and I'm just gonna pretend I know what I'm doing and then you realize that actually like everyone's doing that everyone's doing that
0: (laughs) yeah it's the weirdest thing isn't it and I I get that for for performing music and singing, I think all the time, I didn't go to blah, blah, blah school. I didn't Mm -hmm. learn from teachers, but we're good at picking up patterns anyway and experiencing it for ourselves. And that's how we learn anyway, you know? I swear that's a thing. Um, And uh, I feel those same things, but at the end of the day, okay, here's one thing I'm ready to share, right? One of the most amazing books I read something to do with music, I've forgotten the name, it's called like <laughs> the inner secret of music, blah, 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 yeah. but in it, it said there's two voices inside, there's that negative voice mm-hmm. and there's that positive, encouraging voice, mm-hmm. but inner cheerleader, I like to call it, yeah. and they say that when you're when you're about to pick up a new skill that's intimidating or when you're about to, you know, run, listen to that encouraging voice. And, Mm. like, just just take it into your whole being. And, Mm. like, that, you know, I've forgotten that for a long time. I've done a lot (laughs) of performances. where I'm scared out of my pants, you know, just (laughs) crying inside and everyone's staring at me. But those times I have just been like, look, that annoying voice, it's like a little devil on my shoulder that's Mr. Doughty. Mm. Fob (laughs) off. Go away. I'm just going to ban him. He has no voice here. And the only the inner cheerleader can have a voice for these mm-hmm. moments, you know? Yeah. Because there's loudmouth. Mr. Doughty is a loudmouth.
2: Yeah. I mean, sometimes Mr. Doughty is good when you're like, <laughs> should I jump off this bridge? And they're like, mm, maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe not. Yeah, it's a funny balance, huh? Yeah. And I don't mean that in like a I want to die way, but sometimes my brain is just like, I wonder what would happen. <laughs> just oh my God. I wonder. Um,
0: yeah. Well, we are curious, you know, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, fake it till you make it. That has been, you know, through my teenage years, you know, it's it's a way to like, I, I did act confident, but it almost was training wheels for like a deeper confidence in me. I feel
1: mm-hmm.
0: it, it gave me a really strong confidence um, because I feel like at the end of the day, it doesn't make any difference what it where the intention comes from to be confident or doubting yourself but if you can make a choice to be like you know what i want to be confident i'm going to decide to be confident Mm. then that makes a huge difference for that time you choose to be confident
2: for i feel oh for sure and there's that whole thing like you know they say if you need to smile they did a test and you like they have people hold a pencil between their teeth and it forces your mouth into a smile. And then they found that after they had been doing that for 10 minutes or whatever it was, they felt happier because you're forcing your body. Yeah. And I feel like there is something to that where you're like forcing your body to be like, <laughs> like you just like hold your chest up and you like walk in a more confident way. And then, and then, yeah, it does like it tricks your, <laughs> It's the outside in effect.
0: You know? Yeah, we are linked to our body posture. Like there's this mm-hmm. TED talk and it's this lady who's like um, prepping you for a job interview. And she's like, you know, while you're going up in the elevator to the job interview, you know, just put your hands up in the air and big fists and a big V and just like celebrate just being alive and being you. And I you know what? That. It fucking works, man. Like when I'm super sad and I'm in a ball crying, you know, mm-hmm. happens. As it happens. A yeah. bunch. You know, it's a hobby of mine.
2: <laughs> just bowl. I, It's ball time.
0: You know, when I want to take a break, I can stand up and just walk around. Like you can walk around like you're confident. You can walk around like you're together and grounded, mm-hmm. and like feel some swag about yourself. Feel some inner zest, and I, it works for me. I like mm. that. Oh, <laughs> I like
2: this. Austrian. Someone says, yeah, "Okay, it's." Let's explore. Um, let me just find. This It's two different comments, and then they're a little bit mixed up. Um, but the first one is: every day, I write down one thing that I did that day that was good slash brave, and what it says about oh. me. Oh,
0: <gasps> that is cool.
2: Mhm, I like that.
0: Again, I want to hear it again.
2: So they said. Every day I write down one thing that I did that day that was good slash brave and what it says about me. And that's from Joanne K. Lee Maker. Thank you for that. That's that's great. I feel like that's where things like journaling come in, right? Because journaling, you can do whatever you want. You can write what you're grateful for. You can write just like what you did with your day. But maybe that's something if you're struggling with, confidence you could write down like what did i do today that was brave or good or made me feel confident you know and just like reminding yourself of that and then and then re re Mm. stimulating that part of your brain then you have like a portfolio of brave stuff you've done that's so cool
0: and then when Um, you need to feel confident
2: you can go back to it and and build your confidence because i think sometimes you just need to do something you know you're good at.
0: Because <laughs> I think we forget that we're good. Yeah. Because we're not doing it right now, but it happened before. Yeah. You know, there's been so many times where I've absolutely killed a gig, and it's been amazing. But I, I yeah, you know, I haven't done a gig for a whole COVID. I feel rubbish at music again. You know, it's like it wears mm-hmm. off. And to have a book to remind you of all your wins. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just remembering that quote by Nelson Mandela. He says something like, Courage is not, um, it's like feeling the fear and doing it anyway. It's not mm. that the fear doesn't exist. There's always the fear when you have to be courageous or brave.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I think that having a store of those places, of those times in your life when you've been brave or courageous, I think that's so nice. Mm. Yeah, great suggestion. Thank you, contributor.
2: So there's a few here. These people have long answers. Like this awesome. one. So from crafty.strongwoman. Will I read this one? Yeah.
0: Okay. I don't think that there's enough space to say all of this in that box. It honestly feels like my whole life I've been trying to prove myself because it never feels like it's enough. As a kid, I was never particularly good at anything because of the lack of awareness and tools to manage ADHD in the mid-late 90s to 2000s. At that time, they just gave you Ritalin and called it a pay attention disorder, but it was so much more than that. As far as confidence building, it's difficult. I try to have the confidence of a middle-aged white male, especially (laughs) while applying for jobs. It's just the, let's try it part of me. Sadly, it almost never works, especially while looking at my company because they would legitimately look at my qualifications versus my ability to adapt to learn something new. I'm finding out that I'm quite innovative because of my ADHD, which is a valuable asset at my company and apparently at my school. I'm doing my best to make my school more inclusive for neurodiverse people like me.
2: Uh, Nice. Spreading the word. I feel that, that like, it's... Work. Is that what they said? Yeah, it is difficult <laughs> to build that confidence once it's been taken away from you, I think. Especially
0: from being misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Like, I really resonate with that being misunderstood. Like, I didn't even know I had ADHD because I had a misunderstanding that was built off a stereotype and a wrong stereotype, mm-hmm. you know, because I, you know, I thought it was just about kids that couldn't concentrate, but it's not that at all. And, um, I love what she's doing to, you know, I think it's important to share what it really is. And I think that's what we're trying to do. And all of us are trying to do is like spread the word about what it's really like. And mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, because of um, YouTube and Instagram ADHD is like, it's been really cool seeing how I've seen a huge shift in
2: the perception
0: mm-hmm. at least a little
2: bit. Well, through that nice. sense of community and understanding that you get from like knowing that other people went through the same thing or other people yeah. feel the same way, because I think it can be very lonely when you are undiagnosed and yeah. uh, you're in your own head a lot and you know that like aliens, yeah, you're like something is different and I don't know what yeah. it is or why, yeah, and it can be lonely, yeah. So finding other people, and even if they are, you know, kind of shitty experiences, unfortunately, a lot of us have had them. But there's a sense of camaraderie and solidarity in that. Yeah, in having this like tribe, the survive tribe of ADHD freaking survive tribe.
0: I love that. (laughs) Um, man, I love being part of this community and just like we're not alone anymore. And I yeah. think when I felt that feeling and when I knew, I was like, wow, this is something really special that it's, it's going to be freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the
2: hell? Um And I feel like it's good to talk about those things because then hopefully if there's any teachers or parents or whoever out there like of neurodivergent kids, they can understand the effects that those things have on people when they go forward in life, you know? Or just in general, like if you don't know your kid has ADHD um, or even if they're neurotypical, just don't like berate them for getting something wrong (laughs) or constantly question their ability at something, you know, because that that seeps in.
0: I think that is one of the main issues that creates the doubt is that people are comparing us to neurotypical people and mm. saying it's not good enough and then it's negative it's it's negative i think from my experience it seems like adhd is a very we're encouraged by praise a lot more mm. than negative negative
2: mm-hmm. stuff.
0: and if people are given negative things it's just like i want to hide from them you know oh for sure when people praise me i'll like do anything i'm like let's go let's go i'll go on a run
2: <laughs> <laughs> and you're so good at running you should go on a run Thanks.
0: I appreciate that. My belly, <laughs> thanks you a lot. Okay, let's go.
2: So this is where dot is dot the dot gun is there. Hello. Kendall. Thank you. Where's the gun? I don't know. Where is it? Um <laughs> this hmm. is someone saying, uh, people around me gaslight me a lot and they don't listen to me like I don't exist. Or they just don't believe me at all. And it makes me feel not worthy at all. They call me a lot of hurtful names and they call me idiot and stupid a lot. And they make me believe that I'm really stupid. I recently got diagnosed with ADHD and others say it's just an excuse.
0: Well, Yes. Okay. There's more.
2: Or yeah. you don't have it. So what I do is I try to keep my distance and talk to someone who actually believes in me and keeps me going. Oh. I write letters to myself to remind me that I'm worthy and pretty smart wow. And when I get a task done or I'm having a hard day, I reward myself like books or candles or anything tasty.
0: Wow. wow. well, thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think that's
2: that you've had to go through that. But I think that's a really nice like way to treat yourself or to remind yourself that it's okay or things are going okay. You know,
0: and what that says to me is this person has such an amazing spirit that no matter with the fire arrows that are raining down upon them, they can make this like space where they're writing letters to themselves to remind them that they're worthy. And, they're, you know, they're doing things that even though the, the, it's raining down, it's like you make your own little bubble shield. Mm. You know? It's like they're creating their own reality and I think that's really wonderful I love like this is making me think of finding those people that encourage you and believe in you Mm -hmm. it's worth more than anything and those people that like pull you down you don't need to give them your attention you know Mm -hmm. or or give any energy to that whatsoever being around those people that lift you up
2: Made me feel sad though, that like they call me stupid and an idiot because, and I'm going to give a trigger warning here because um, of self-harm. When I was a teenager, I really, like I, I, I never was unconfident about like my looks or my like physical abilities, but I feel like I tie myself with to my intellect a lot. And so Mm. I, anytime someone um, called me stupid or if I did something silly because I make a lot of like silly mistakes, like I forget things or I, Mm. I lose things and, and um, my parents or teachers or other people would call me stupid. And at one point I carved the word stupid into my arm um, with a, with a razor blade because it really, it took me, it took, it hit me that much, you know? And I really like felt that way about myself and that I just don't call people stupid (laughs) or Or, like, unless it's in a like jokey way and you know them and you know that it's being silly, but like, it really hurts people. And yeah, I am glad that you have found ways to remind yourself that you are worthy and that you are smart and that you are an amazing person yeah like Addy, like just hearing that
0: makes me feel for you hard Mm. and i'm curious now it's like how did you like what helped you at that point like can you remember things that like made you feel different from that like made you feel the opposite
2: I would say when I did do well at school, because actually I did do well at school, like in my exams and stuff. And when people recognize that and people praise me for it again, it goes back to that praise thing. Um, mm. And having teachers who, who would point that out, point out my accomplishments. Um, yeah. That would make me feel better and make me, I think over, it would like override the negativity Um, but isn't that, I feel like there's a phrase somewhere that's like for every negative comment, you have to hear like five positive comments or something like that. It's like not exactly that, but I know there's some quote out there about like how we have to, our, our brains like latch on to negativity for some reason. Yeah. Yes,
0: definitely. I feel like even when, when I, you know, even if I do like an amazing thing that had like 10 amazing moments. There, I, I, you know, I focus on the negative one, which is, which is really strange and weird.
2: Mm. <laughs> so that's why we just need to be praising people constantly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there almost needs to be like an anthem for ADHDers that is like, you know, like it's almost like no one's gonna know you better than you, and what people say says more about them than it does about you. You know, and it needs to be some great like anthem that's like got freaking music, like violin strings going. And it's like, a, it, it's like, it would act as a powerful reminder that like, hey, like this diversity we have in our brain this that unique structure gives us all these advantages. And then we'd all list them and you know, it would be like our, uh,
2: our anthem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like this response, this one here. Mm. You want to read that out?
0: This may sound silly, but I just look towards people like me that have achieved their goals.
2: This is how they become they're confident. Not. No, oh, I see it's what is. They're, they're like,
0: me. that's it's how like, I. Okay, what I feel like they're saying is, when we compare ourselves to people who are like further along with stuff, then we feel rubbish compared like comparison is like the beginning of so much sadness
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: that person's skinnier than me that person's like more skilled than me that person can play guitar better than me <laughs> you know yeah and comparison i wish you we could just ban it you know like it just we <laughs> could like go into the hack into our brain and we could just be like turn it off comparison
2: yeah like, that'd be
0: nice because i swear all the times, or like most of the times, you know, I'm sad or my friends are sad. There's some sort of comparison going on.
2: Mm-hmm. Even especially- to yourself, even to your past self, you know, Ooh, where you're like, yeah, yeah. I, my, I saw my friend posted on, on the Instagram story the other day. It was like, we shouldn't compare ourselves to others, but we also shouldn't compare ourselves to our past selves or our future self that doesn't exist yet. You know, yeah, like I have a- done this before and why can't I do it now? You know,
0: yeah, for a multitude of was, reasons, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it's all situational. It's like, yes, I think we need to remember too, that we're living in a, a day and age where everyone has access to all these people who are doing amazing things. We go on YouTube and there's someone doing something stunning and mind-blowing and every day we're feeding ourselves images of people who are like, fi- do things with finesse, and like, you know, did triple backflip on a motorbike and we see ourselves as most of the humans are just freaking normal humans. Mm. And we think so high that we have to be a rock star or we have to be like some superhuman. But there's nothing wrong with just being a normal human being. And that's something yeah. I've, I've been struggling with. It's like <laughs> we have to remember that like to just be human. It's just it's amazing. It's just yeah Being a normal
2: human is, like, a great role to have,
0: Mm -hmm. you know?
2: But I do like that of, uh, like, looking for people like you who have done the thing you want to do to remind yourself that it can be done, to be like. Oh, okay. So, yeah, comparison can be bad when you're like, why can't I do it like them? But when you're using it as a positive, like it seems this person is, where they're saying, I see a person like me doing that thing and it reminds me that I can also do that thing I can well that's beautiful yeah
0: I was just thinking um that even if when you get that hit of jealousy you know that that can act as a jumping off board to like an insane inspiration you Mm. know And it doesn't have to each time, you know, feel free to just be sad about it. Oh, like when you're jealous of other people,
2: like doing the thing you want to be doing and then you can take that and use it and be like, yeah, I'm going to do that now. Exactly. That jealousy
0: can be like, wow, that hurts for a reason because I want to do that. I want to be that influencer. I want to be traveling the world, you know,
2: whatever it is. But instead of using kind of it like, as, uh, like, getting down about it and being all yeah. sad in your pants, just being like, <laughs> "I'm going to use this and then, to motivate yeah. myself."
0: Yeah. Well, it's easier yeah, said than done. Obviously. Obviously. Like, <laughs> one in ten times, just give it a go. <laughs>
2: I like this one. Minz101 said, I leave sticky notes around my house that usually go to positive uplifting quotes for me. Oh, that's so really just nice. Like lifting yourself. I actually have one on my wall. I have a um, postcard that says, stay awesome. <laughs> oh,
0: I love that. Just I, um, stay awesome. One, uh, one that I I found and put on the front of my like, doodle anything notebook was mm. um practice oh I've forgotten it I'm rubbish <laughs> it was something like pra- it's in doing it not perfection you know it's oh in, yeah it's just in the
2: doing and not in the don't be you know, yeah, like
0: don't do it perfect just freaking just like do, do it, it.
2: <laughs> yeah it, it was
0: something like that I feel like a nobbo for for forgetting what it is but it was like practice not perfection or something like that that when you make something or do something it doesn't have to be perfect please don't make it perfect do leave some mistakes in just to just to make sure that it comes into being and that is so motivating to me i love that idea thank you sticky notes of upliftingness Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10 Shall I read one?
2: Oh, yeah. This is kind of sad.
0: <laughs> I doubt if I'm a good person and whether people actually like me. See, what I love is people being real. And I think mm. that deserves a high five. And therefore, I like you.
2: And also a hug. Because I'm sure people yeah.
0: like you. We uh, got a lot of hugs around yeah. there that we'd love to share because actually, you're a great person. I'm sure. I know it because you're a human and you're even by by being part of this community and and sharing, it shows that you want the best for yourself, and that shows a lot of Mm self-love.
2: And I think people who are not good people don't question whether or not they're a good person. Do you know what I mean? Because they know. People who are bad people think that they're right all the time. I think. I don't know, I'm I'm not a bad person, but I imagine people who are quote, quote, bad people probably think that they're right all the time and they don't question it. But if you're questioning it, you're probably a good person.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, like what it makes me think is like, if you're doubting, if you're a good person, like what makes me think is there are standards you're trying to live up to that maybe shouldn't be your standards. Like what is a good person? Like, obviously, like, I think it, I think like I've, personally been so obsessed with the idea of a typical idea of success you know that I have to be productive I have to make loads of money I have to have loads of friends I have to be amazing in bed like all these (laughs) everything you have to do (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and like you know I say that frog off (laughs) I don't want to live up to neurotypical version of success because I I don't want to that's nothing to do with me but I can define my own idea of what success is yeah. and that means waking up in the morning and maybe I can meditate a little bit and that makes me feel like I have won the day. And as long as I win the day, then it's all good. And even if I don't win the day, like half the time, that's fine. That's part of it. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> you just learn from that. Or yeah, just,
2: just, you just take the much needed rest time.
0: Yeah, all hail rest time.
2: Love it. Let's, let's, I know, let's, I, I do relate a bit to the like doubting whether or not people actually like me. You know, when you, oh, yeah. you have friends and then you're like, but are they really my friends?
0: <laughs> I thought I was too weird to be loved by anyone. I said that already in the first episode. But like yeah. I feel that deep. Like mm. I don't know why it is that we question why people like us, because you know? yeah I but, but like long you, long you find do anything, the
2: other weirdos
0: yeah I find the weirdos <laughs> Best man. thing it's funny because when I'm around neurotypicals and I wonder if you relate to this Addie, I feel like I have to act normal do you feel that yeah a because bit. otherwise they are like kind of scared because I'm like a liberated free human that like just says stuff
2: Yeah, I feel like I, like, intentionally curate my life so that I, like, only interact with other people who are weird. Not only. Obviously, you have, like, certain situations where you have to interact with the normies. (laughs) 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 But uh, I, like, my friends who I try to keep around, I intentionally keep the the weirdos around because I feel like I can relate to them more. Yeah. You can just word vomit at them and that's fine. And sometimes,
0: you know what, it's like we're spicy. we got the flavor, you know, and some people just can't take the spice and the flavor.
1: Mm, And And some
0: people love a good serving of the flavor and you just got to be where they are.
2: Yes, that is true. But I, I know those situations where you have to, like, pretend to be a normie so much work. I'm like, oh, I feel feel weird. uh, I feel uncomfortable.
0: It's like, it makes me remember what we were talking about before. It's like, if you can like just say like, hey, or have a badge or something that like, hey, I'm ADHD. Sometimes I just say things spontaneously. (laughs) And if, if people can have like that, if you can communicate that first, that helps people understand what you are instead of just being afraid of something new and different. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's something I'm thinking about at the moment. Okay, I'll read one. I compete at world level in sport. Having mental toughness coach helps me overcome it. Okay, I can talk about this. So, she has a mental toughness coach. So, I actually have, at the moment, a mental fitness coach. Oh, yeah. And... They call themselves an executive dysfunction specialist okay and we've been doing exercises well i have this app that i i paid for with her and it's called positive intelligence and every day i'm doing these exercises to improve mental fitness Mm. and essentially it's a kind of very accessible mindfulness that's like doesn't even mention the word mindfulness because I think people are scared of it and think it's super weird and hippy dippy. But yeah. essentially all it is, is focusing on a physical sensation, exclusive attention to one sense, like hearing, seeing. And I just do it um, for like two minutes basically. Like, so I'd, I'd like sit down and like rub two fingertips together with such exclusive attention That I can feel the fingertip ridges
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and that sounds like a super weird thing to do (laughs) right it's like what are you doing mate but what it does is it is training your mind to focus on one thing exclusively for a bit because I think what happens with us is we have a very frayed attention Mm -hmm. sometimes if we're very out of mental fitness you know from like scrolling a bunch or whatever it is you know and yeah. it's almost like having even just having a baseline of mental fitness has really changed a lot in me and oh, i could talk about it a lot and i don't want to just like over over rule the podcast with this but it's honestly changed my my outlook my ability to not get lost in my emotions as much
1: mm. and
0: it's just from having this like baseline mental fitness, which is basically a really easy and manageable mindfulness, which is just breathing. You can do just three deep breaths and you're focusing on your breath. And because you're just focusing on one thing at once, that trains your mind to have that ability to be receptive to one thing at once. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: I see more detail in the things I am focusing on. And as someone who has had such a frayed attention, like two months ago, as Addie saw, I like called her like crying and like, like, um, I was like, just, I couldn't even control any emotion. Mm. I felt like I couldn't do anything. I felt powerless. Um, like I, I couldn't even like write a song. I couldn't even like journal. I couldn't even sit on a cushion to meditate. Like I couldn't do anything that I mm-hmm. wanted to do that required any kind of uncomfort and it's changed my life. And I just wanted to share that. Aww, <laughs> thank you. It's
2: true. So th- that mental fitness, mental fitness. Yeah. And I think that they're saying like having a mental toughness coach, and it's probably the same kind of thing where it's just like building your focus, focus and also reminding yourself of your abilities you
0: know yeah i swear it's almost like sharpen a pencil you can write with a blunt pencil all you want or no it's like trying to chop a tree down with a blunt axe is you can look around for the easiest tree to cut down or, or the secret of chopping a tree down with a blunt axe but when you sharpen it it just works so much better like it's supposed to and especially we're so overwhelmed with all this information today with our phones and adverts every three seconds and it annoys me so much but like that gets in the way of like all the noise gets in the way of just focusing on one thing and I think that that is like such an amazing underestimated thing that I wish I focused on way earlier in my Mm. journey of like getting my mind together a bit more Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Okay. So I talked So this person, <laughs> Honey Pickles, said Hello. so many times I will think about a fact, direction, if my car declined at a gas pump or not, et cetera. And I'll know what is true, but I have to constantly work through my head. It has to be blank because blank. So I have to work it out step by step in my head or ask others to verify and reassure me just to make sure that you No, so to like work through that doubt of that whether or not you did that thing yeah or whether or not i know know what she means yeah where you're like did did i do this and i I think that relates to anxiety as well like and you know adhd often like feeds into anxiety and they're really like commonly comorbid and i think um it's like you're constantly ruminating on things and like worrying about them and then you have to reassure yourself or get someone else to reassure you that that is true. Or, you know, you did do that. I have to sometimes write stuff down and this kind of goes back to the last episode on organization of like my form of organization, the bullet journal where I write down the tasks I did through the day and then I check them off. And I feel like sometimes that helps with that, because I can go back to it and be like, oh, I did that.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it stops
2: me from doubting myself. And that also comes with not only organization, but, like, with self-doubt. It's like, oh, did I do enough today? And then you're like, yes, I did lots of things today.
0: <laughs> it's almost like we need reminders of our wins everywhere. Just yeah. covering the walls. I just want – I
2: get it tattooed on my forehead that says, you're winning. <laughs> There's this
0: – um. There's this guy called Dr. Erickson that invented this form of hypnosis or basically hypnosis as we know it. He invented conversational hypnosis. And he used to say that doubt is like, gets in the way of our ability to like know things. Like I I worded that badly, but he was basically saying is, we know way more than we think we do. Mm
1: -hmm. And when
0: we need this piece of information in the moment, when the when the mind is desperate it can pick up these pieces of information that are like deep in the subconscious Mm -hmm. and we will know like we know way more than we think we do Mm -hmm. you know and actually we have got it more together than we think we do yeah and it's just like why does this like fake ass band-aid idea of doubt come in and be like oh you don't know anything like you don't know how to play guitar (laughs) Like, honestly, sometimes I pick up guitar and I forgot that I knew how to play it. <laughs> That's serious. Like, like, I'm like, wow. And I'm like, impressed. I'm like, whoa. Like, whoa,
2: what, what is this? <laughs> get this thing. What? I don't get it there. <laughs> See how I, I, I actually do that sometimes with like, it's not so much I doubt myself, but I like it's more that I forget, like I paint and I think I paint really well actually, but then I don't do it often enough. So then I kind of forget that I'm good at it. So when people ask me what I'm good at, I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like my mind, mind goes blank, you know, <laughs> like, oh. what are your skills? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like,
0: There was this analogy I heard in some book that was like, to have a belief, you have to have like these foundations, just like to have a table, it needs to have legs. And Mm -hmm. the way you make this uh, foundation of a belief, a new belief, like, let's say you want to be like, I know what I'm up to with music, Mm -hmm. uh, acting, singing, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. You have to create this foundation, which is made up of experiences where you have, proving it to yourself in a way yeah and that's made up of loads of little like experiences and so like when my self-doubt was at my worst I made a website that was basically for me to like prove to myself to give myself some foundation in the belief that I can do the things I set my mind to Mm.
1: um
0: and on there I you know I made videos of me singing and I made um you know i just put it all together like a place where i have this little treasure trove of self belief instances <laughs> you yeah, could call that's it. Nice. i don't know
2: um, i think i feel like i kind of do that with my youtube like i i make those my little covers of ukulele videos and like yeah. they're not the best and i'm fine with that but yeah they're nice and they're good but what and they're they just need
0: to do right it. yeah that's like, what matters given- when I see those videos, it warms my heart because yeah. I'm like, this is someone who is just doing their thing and they're proving them to themselves what they can do. And, I, and it's not easy to put yourself out there to be judged. And hmm.
2: I, I really like that you do that. And I only um, get like one comment on each video, but it's always someone who's like, I love you. And we're like, this is oh, so nice. And I'm like, oh, thank you, one random person. Oh, that's <laughs> cute though.
0: Um, when my self doubt was at its lowest, and I didn't want to do anything, someone said some really good advice that was something like, just do one thing a day that you've, you know you can do like let's say it's take a shower if you can do that one thing then you've like won and you're building each day your self-trust and i think that's a key word a key word that like i've come across recently self-trust you know one day it was like clean the whiteboard and write down my goals um another day it would just be like go outside (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think and, cause probably part of where your self-doubt comes from is not trusting yourself, right? Like, not trust is belief, ultimately, isn't it? Like, you yeah. trust in someone, you trust in...
0: You can rely on it, you know? Yeah. It's like if you have a car, and if you know it'll go, then it makes everything else, your whole life work out better because you, you can get to the places you need to go.
2: Yeah, so if you rely on yourself... And by doing those small things to remind yourself that you can rely on you. Yeah. Yeah, like, a good way to build it up. Yeah.
0: Building self-trust, I think, is like a huge thing. You know, like mm-hmm. building up this library of instances. That's something I want, want to explore more, and that would be cool.
2: hmm Yeah. So this person said uh, Riri Ann Ann, I think, is their <laughs> handle. I love that. I overcome some of my self-doubt by realizing that others don't know everything. At some point, a coworker who I look up to said, Oh, you have to ask her. She knows stuff. And then there's like a <laughs> star eye emoji. Oh. I'm like, Oh, I love that. I had a that friend once cool. who introduced me. So I used to do, do, to do stand up sometimes. Um, and he introduced me at the bar, and he's like, this is Adamina. She's hilarious. And I was like, Aww.
0: Aww. like it made
2: me feel so good.
0: I I guess, like, yeah.
2: Hilarious.
0: <laughs> I guess the truth is, we are all experts at the life we've lived. Mm. You know? And no one can say that you haven't experienced what you've experienced, and they have only experienced what they've experienced. Mm-hmm. So how are they to know anything about what you know, and like, yeah, confidence is a fascinating
2: thing. <laughs> This one says, The one thing I don't have doubt about is the fact that I have self doubt.
0: <laughs> wow, this makes me feel actually seen, and but be- I feel belonging to the community because it shows that. Self-doubt is more normal than I think. And we don't have to feel bad about having self-doubt. It's a part of being human, you know? Mm. And if you can do the thing anyway, even if you doubt yourself, if you can be like, oh, hey, in a dowdy being, you know, you're, hey, in a dowdy boy, I realize that this voice that's saying this is just a product of the experiences I've had in life. And it doesn't know this situation. It's never been in this situation before. And I'm going to show it. I can do things that I set my mind to. I can I can choose to do whatever I want. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'd love to have that vision. I feel very determined for some reason. (laughs) It's just nice to feel like other people doubt too, like and self-doubt is normal. Okay, you you wanna read read out this one? Yeah. Lot Soul Queen 78 says lots of gaslighting. When and where possible, I'll always try new strategies. I walk a lot or make plans to occupy myself. Oh, I like this. Also, taking part in yoga today is a very hard overthinking day and lots of self-doubt plus anxiety. Probably because I know I have a lot on my mind. I do never, I have, I do have a never-give-up attitude. Yeah! I try to meditate, but not always easy. Hey, mm. nice one. <laughs> okay, so this is someone who's, like, adapting and trying new things. Walking a lot. That sounds really good. Mm. I forgot how important that is.
2: I'm taking part in yoga because I know today is going to be an overthinking day. Like, having <clears> these <throat> things that you know. Because yoga is all about, like,
0: in being the in the moment. moment.
2: Yeah. yeah and that's not a recharge, overthinking. yeah and so if you know you're gonna have a day that might cause you to overthink a lot then doing something like yoga to counteract that
0: that is a gem that we've dug up some gold here
2: i do have so a this... never give up attitude i love that that's the important oh, thing is to just go, girl. keep going
0: that's choosing that's like I am never going to give up no matter what happens. That's like that. I love that. Yeah, I love that she's smart enough to be like, I'm going to recharge before this thing that I know will take a toll on me happens. I found that cool too. Is when I know I have a stressful day coming up, like I am seeing the more I do these mini meditations, the more. I see my battery recharge and my ability to, to recover from any emotional event is way faster. And so, yeah, that's an awesome one. Yahoo.
2: This person, (laughs) duh, fuck dude. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I sometimes don't even know what's real and what's only in my head. I don't have slash know how to build it. I just withdraw from shit. I get criticism Really crappy coping mechanism. I don't know. I feel like withdrawing from things that are causing like, you to doubt yourself probably is a reasonable coping mechanism.
0: Yeah, we will move away from what's that. But like, I get this. It's like when we when something hits us and we're in our heads and we're in a negative cycle.
2: It's I, easier um, to withdraw from even trying.
0: Yeah, I know what it's like to get caught in that, you know,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: we get and when we're in that cycle where our, our emotions are leading us in a negative way, it's not talked about how to just get out of that, you know, to just like, it, it would be amazing if someone's like, look, just breathe deep, like three long, slow, deep breaths. And I swear you'll feel better after that. And just feel what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Like you're allowed to feel it. I wish I knew that like, a month ago, Evan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're learning and growing, and that's the main thing. Yay. This person... More
0: aware...
2: Sorry. Yeah, this one? Is that what you were reading? Yeah, go.
0: More awareness of what I really want and what is good for me instead of over-caring for others. <gasps> I, I can talk about this. Yeah. I, 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 this is a big one for me because I am a massive pleaser... I want to please everyone, I want everyone to like me. You know? (laughs) It's one of those things that gets in the way. And I had no idea that that it comes from a place of being really empathic for others and you genuinely do care for them, you know? And I think that I find that I care for other people so much that I lose my own needs and wants and goals. And I completely agree with the, um sika is um that i need to definitely have more awareness of what i really want and what is good for me
2: the yeah. things that
0: are like good activities and healthy activities and like some like for example sometimes me and my wife would watch sex in the city
1: mm-hmm. and it's
0: like something i wouldn't choose to put on but like it's enjoyable enough mm-hmm. and i find that It's almost good to schedule some self-love time, some self-yum time where, you know, maybe I'll watch something that I want to watch, you know, Yeah. and make time for that kind of thing where you're doing things that you know are good for you, that gives you energy, that really stimulate Mm. you.
2: Because I think probably that feeds back into that whole self-trust thing of like, if you look after yourself, then you know you can rely on yourself.
0: Whoa! Well, right? It's all connected. It's yeah. all
2: connected. It is.
0: All. I swear, one of the uh, like, I okay. This is something I really wanted to share on this episode. Is like, I heard, and I haven't fully put this into my behavior yet, but I heard that when you practice self-love, you don't have to like beat yourself up into doing things like running or meditating or eating well. You know, all those things we mm. know we should do apparently and i just heard this um it was on mark manson's instagram he's a really cool dude he said that going into self-love comes from going into those places where you feel emotional you doubt yourself all those things that are negative about you every time someone calls you a bad name it's going into that emotion and feeling it all releasing it and then you can go at life from this place where you're not led by those old emotions anymore Mm. and you genuinely love yourself so you're like rewriting
2: that that script yeah
0: and because you because of loving yourself you start doing things because you know it's good for you because it feels good to do nice things for yourself and i Mm. I'm yeah, just stumbling across that, like, hey, hello there. What is that? <laughs> and I want to hear more about it because, like, blow me down. If I knew that life could become an easy flow blow you would encouraged by yourself, you know, like, if I knew that that could happen, it would have changed my
2: whole life before. You're your I'm own discovered. biggest critic, but you can also be your own biggest cheerleader.
0: Oh, yes. I want that on the wall. <laughs> In rainbow colours, <laughs> In a cheerleader for the freaking win. I'm going to give them a megaphone in my head. Yes.
2: Give them a <laughs> megaphone and then put tape over the inner critic's mouth. <laughs> it's al-
0: <laughs> It's almost like you can... Maybe, like, sometimes after I do something that I know is good, I find myself automatically thinking about the negative things. But maybe we should say out loud, wow, I am proud today. Wow, i freaking smashed it and i do a big jump in the air and like punch the air to like get it physical and tangible and you know
2: Mm. i like this one they said um see clemmy said i doubt my talents a lot always feel so talentless recently i found out i'm a really good at painting and art Yay! yay Oh so, mate, those oh, little discoveries—it's oh, yeah. those things where you can be like, "Oh yeah, I am good at that thing." And those, yeah, have a little bank of those things. And go back to it. It's almost like you're giving yourself
0: opportunities to see yourself worth. Can raise your self worth, you know. Mm.
2: And Sometimes like, I, um, like when I look good, <laughs> you know, those days where I feel like I look good. <laughs> which is maybe yeah. a bit vain, but I like to take photos.
0: No, and that then, works.
2: And then I t- post a photo and then I'm like, mm, I feel good. <laughs> mate, <laughs> maybe, I feel good. <laughs> I feel good. I knew that.
0: So good. Oh, mate. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I think That's what's helped me a lot is anytime I have felt really bad, like let's say in year eight or grade eight, I asked a girl out and she said no because I smell. And (laughs) I was really sad, but I would sing to myself to like self soothe. And I think that's something Mm. that, like, I think anyone should sing because it's like your soul singing and it's been a really nice thing that always like sing in the shower sing in the car and it's something that's always lifted me up a bit because it just feels good to do you know it feels good and you can be like yeah things aren't so bad you know okay let me read another one
2: this one yeah
0: okay purple dragon project says Trying to take small steps rather than big challenges. Easier said, though. Yes, yes. This could be a whole podcast episode on its own. Of breaking
2: things up. Chunking, yes. That's a method. Someone says, like, don't eat a whole elephant. Don't eat a whole elephant.
0: (laughs) Or make a mountain out of a molehill. Because chunkification, there should be, like, a system for this, Right.
2: I'm sure there is. I don't know if it's called. I, I think there is one called chunking where you break things up into manageable bites. Like you can't Let's talk about this, eat a whole pizza all at once. So you eat a slice at a time. <laughs> how do you, when, like when
0: things are overwhelming and I'm procrastinating, I often find that I need to just chunk it up. Mm. Like, how do you, how do you make sure you take small steps rather than big chunks?
2: You can't fit in your
0: mouth.
2: Um, I probably just sit paralyzed and wait for it to <laughs> happen. Wait for it to go away. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah. I um, when I remember to do it, I I break that thing up into smaller, more manageable things. You write it down. Like I think, I, think I said this all... on the organization one. I was like, instead of saying do the dishes, I said do a dish.
0: Yeah, do a dish. Do a dish. dish. Take one step. Take one. Oh, and I said, do the first two minutes of something physical towards that goal. Yeah, because then once you start doing
2: the thing, it's easier to keep doing it. And also then you remind yourself like, oh, I can do that.
0: Yeah. And actually, it's almost like I find because I kind of, my life is like, second by second there's like only thin moments and I find trying to think about too many moments at once it doesn't work but if I just think what is the first thing what is the first physical thing I can do and it makes me feel more in control Mm
1: -hmm. of
0: my world is if I think look if I could just spend 30 seconds what would I do and then I can just like oh I, I would like sometimes going on a run the first step I didn't even think about getting my clothes ready. I think like I'm just going to stand up and walk to my clothes. Mm. And that gives me a lot of more power because you can do anything in 30 seconds that, you know, you don't have to, if maybe if you're paralyzed, we're thinking about too many moments at once.
2: Yeah. At so once. just think about the first moment. Yeah. What's the millisecond? Like, I want to, I want to keep that in my brain. And this relates to something someone else said here, M. Anthony F. They said, seeing that even the littlest actions can add up to big results. So it's kind of a yeah. similar theme there of like just the small things. They add up. And then, I, and then once you've done lots of those small things, you've done a big thing. Yeah. Really. Like I did, remember I did that year of painting uh, a few years ago. Yeah. I painted for an entire year. I painted every single day but each day I only had to do one and it was a little painting and it w- could be a stupid little doodle on a piece of paper. It didn't matter what it was, but at the end of it, I had done an entire year of paintings.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was amazing.
2: Yeah. And, and that really built my years. confidence in my art skills. So I could see the difference thing. between
0: the beginning and the end in a huge way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Even a little thing.
0: Over time, like I think in The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg, he talks about how improving what is it, one or two percent a day. I Amin talks about this a lot. He's the guy who leads ADHD community. Mm-hmm. He he says, If I'm just getting if I know that I did something that like improves my life a tiny bit, like if I did a run today or if I did if I just did one thing. Even yeah. if I learned how to relax better today, <laughs> then you're, by the end of the year, you're like some insane percent better.
2: Yeah, well, they said they have the 1% challenge, right, where you try and get 1% better
0: oh, every day. Oh, maybe he's doing that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's a cool idea. I like Just that. Just try and get 1% better because then eventually that 1% and 1% more adds up to 100 and then you'll be the best. Yeah, and we'll yeah.
0: Crush it. <laughs> it needs to be like, like. I want to know the core. Like, where does doubting come from? You know,
2: it's always yeah. How do those two percent we... of people <laughs> not doubt themselves? Yeah, it's like, who are you? Who are we comparing
0: ourselves to? And where are we placing our attention that makes us feel like that, you know? Mm. Because I know that I get thoughts in my head that aren't good ones, that are like, I'm rubbish. I am not good at this. And I kind of know on some level that they're not true. But when they come, it's so easy to like blossom that thought into a huge forest of negativity because mm. I thought about it more and I gave it attention when I should have been like, this thought doesn't belong in my brain. and I'm not gonna give it any attention. I'm just yeah. gonna take a breath, acknowledge that it exists, I see it I for what that. it is yeah. as noise and be like, see you later, mate. <laughs> you
1: can
0: go and I, have love, you.
2: I love you. I love you and you goodbye. you, you
0: are a product. are a product of a different time in my life and i do not relate to you anymore
2: yeah it's about the stories that we tell ourselves you know as well like that's why we doubt ourselves because of what we've been told by other people i think ultimately always comes back to childhood doesn't it (laughs) (laughs) everything comes back to how we were treated as children or the experiences that we've had throughout life and people things people have said to us but it's about rewriting those stories if they've said the negative things and reminding ourselves and I think probably that's a good place to kind of leave things you know rewrite yeah. your stories remind yourself that you can do the things and do them one step at a time just just yeah. do a little bit more each day and then be thank like "You for- I did it yeah thank like you this for podcast we did it
0: yeah Oh my God. Crazy. We did it. Yay. <laughs> good, good honor. And thank you for joining us, everyone. We really appreciate you sending in your ideas. So and much. I definitely feel, I definitely feel like uplifted from just hearing all this good advice.
2: Yeah, I learn something just every about time. It a bit.
0: Yeah, seriously. I feel like improved as a human.
2: Mm
0: hmm. So thank you, Addy. Thank you, listeners. We will see you soon.
2: See you in the next one.
0: Lots of love. Keep being awesome.
2: My. Bye. <laughs>
0: Bye.